This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this Monday, Monday after Labor Day. Dick Palmer, the old pro, with me today. Mr. Palmer, hope you've had a good day. Proud to be here, Tim. Yes, it's been a good day so far. Proud to be here. That's a that's that's a good old Southern term, I think. <laughs> You're looking around for something. What are you missing? Well, I did, that was a little thing that. Raises and lowers the volume in my headphone. I'll find it here in a minute. Oh, there it is. Right it's there. Down. Right there in front of you. Right in front of me. Okay. Right there in the, in the snake's mouth, as they say. <laughs> Nick, a lot, of, a lot of things happening. For sure, Titans opened tonight. Uh, pro football, of course, opened on Thursday night and all day yesterday and all night last night and all night tonight. Uh, Titans, Did you I guess, watch any pro football I guess the last, the, the last game of the, the, the weekend is – Titans at Denver. I I watched at uh, some games. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch much. I I was on the road yesterday coming back from Southern Indiana, so I listened on the radio more than I watched. Let's say it that way. But I did see a little bit last Sometimes night. Sometimes I prefer to do that anyway. Well, I did watch last night uh, Cowboys game uh, a little bit. This, for you Cowboy fans out there, just understand I was pulling for them to get beat. I'm, uh, but, and they did. Uh, the Rams uh, came out on top of that one, and uh, a little surprise. Uh, Tom Brady's re- uh, game in uh, Tampa, Tampa did not fare well. Well, I, you know, I watched a little bit of that, uh, but uh, the opposition there, uh, I thought, played very solid. Uh, Cam Newton had a had a nice game. And I think everybody was wondering. Well, Cam Newton didn't play against Tom Brady. Cam Newton plays for the Patriots. They didn't oh, play the Patriots. That was the other game I watched. Yeah, you got played Miami. The old pros got them all mixed up, guys. Uh, I watched the, enough the to know that the does make mistakes. The, the Patriots did not play the Buccaneers. I knew that. But all eyes were on Brady and Cam Newton. Yeah, because of the quarterback. For sure. For yeah. sure. All right. Uh, Dick, high school football is underway. I, I haven't talked to you probably in a month about it. Uh, are you terribly surprised, uh, glad, gladly surprised that we've been able to get through four, four weeks of high school football in the shape we're in? I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, when, when we started, and started just about on time, I think we, what, a couple of weeks late? No, no, it, it, did, it did start on time. That's right. We it was, did have it, a game it was in... supposed to start late, and then they, they – X that out, and we got started right on time. So, uh, no, I'm I'm happy that, that the kids are getting to play, and uh, even under some uh, circumstances that are less than favorable, but uh, I think they're still doing okay. I'm saying Rutherford County schools started on time. There's still some schools not playing yet. Yeah, Metro and, hasn't started yet. And uh, week to week to week, you see not only uh, games being canceled early in the week, games also canceled. Uh, I think Waverly was on the bus headed to their game in Nashville when uh, that game got canceled. So it you just never know it's going to work. No, that was uh, systematic of what was happening back in uh, back in March with basketball. Well, I'm I'm pleased Middle Tennessee, of course, opened the season in a very aus- inauspicious way at Army on uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Middle Tennessee will open at home against Troy. Uh, we'll talk about that a lot more, Dick. And we've got a really good story I want you to t- come back with when we come uh, off this break. No hitter from a young man from Tennessee that's got a great story. And we'll we'll just go ahead and tease that one out, and we'll come right back 
on All Sports Talk. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe. Tell us what your vision was like before the surgery. When a car came from the opposite direction, pretty much blinded me. And you chose multi-powered lens implants that give you vision from near to far. Correct. What's your vision like now? Here I am sitting on the couch reading a book without glasses. When did you first start to wear glasses? Seven or eight years old, and I'm over 70. Now I'm walking around without any glasses. McCabe Vision Center. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. We've got Braves baseball coming up for you tonight at 620 here on WGNS as they travel to Baltimore. And we'll have that game again 620 tonight and tomorrow night. The Braves continue their series at Baltimore. We'll have that right after Rick Stock Still Live. That program is from 7 until 8 o'clock with Chip Walters hosting as Coach talks about the big game coming up with Troy on Saturday afternoon. That will be an airtime of 1.30 right here on WGNS. Thursday night, primetime sports presented by Ideas Tees, talking local high school and college football and all kinds of local sports right there on Thursday night. Then Friday night, State Farm Prep football from Laverne as the Wolverines take on the Stewart's Creek Redhawks right here on WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Dick Palmer with me today on All Sports Talk. Uh, Major League Baseball is something that you and I have both followed, Dick, for a long, long time. Uh, this season is unlike any other, to be sure. Uh, the rules have changed some. I, I've, I've watched it, and I've not, I've not had any problem with the rules myself. I, the, the, putting the runner on second base in the 10th inning is a good idea as far as I'm concerned. Just tell me what the rules are, and yeah. that's the way we'll play. Uh, but there's a story that came out. Well, I shouldn't say came out. No hitter was pitched yesterday. The, the story is the young man's from Tennessee that really – had no business on a no hitter based upon his <laughs> his past, right? Well, yeah, who, who does? But anyway, uh, Alec Mills uh, from Clarksville, Tennessee, and he went to Montgomery Central High School, okay, which is a smaller school, and uh, enrolled at UT Martin. He was not recruited to play baseball; he just went there as a student. But uh, as uh, rumor has it, he uh, went over to the baseball field while they were working out, uh, I guess in the fall maybe, and and apparently told uh, one of the coaches that after watching some of their pictures worn up, he said, well, I can throw as good as some of these guys. So, and he's a big guy, you know, 6'4". And four. coaches have heard that before, and I'm sure they rolled their eyes and say, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear you. So anyway, he walked on to the team, uh, and and sure enough, he could uh, – 
he could outperform a lot of those that were recruited in there. So uh, had a career there at, uh, at UT Martin, and then, lo and behold, was picked in the 22nd round of the draft in, I think, 2012 by the Royals, Kansas City Royals. And uh, he, was, he was good enough to uh, stick around, and he was used in several trades, finally winding up with the Chicago Cubs after two or three other stops, and has made uh, 14, 15 starts this year for Chicago and, and, and threw a no-hitter with a fastball that tops out 89 to 90 miles mm. an hour mm. and a slow curve that he throws about mid-60s. And that was uh, the pitch that he was getting most of his outs on, according to the, the story that I, I read. So Alec Mills of the Chicago Cubs, second no-hitter, I think, of the uh, season. The other, the White Sox pitcher, Giolito, threw a no-hitter earlier. Mm-hmm. So Chicago's had two no-nos this season. So the story is this. Young man walks on at UT Martin, not a – Known as a baseball NCAA baseball powerhouse, right? And not a scholarship player. Not a scholarship player. Even if a scholarship player goes to UT Martin, you don't expect them to go to the major league. He's the first one. To uh, is that right? First first player from and, uh, UT uh, Martin to... drafted in 2012. So that means eight years later he has labored to get there. The, the guy's right. got to have an awful big heart. Yeah. Don't ever give up. That's the... never give up for sure. Let me give you another good story. This is high school football Friday night. You're familiar with where Riverside High School is in Decatur County? Oh, yeah. I figured you were. You you spent some time in Jackson. And Down by the, the river? Well, I don't know for sure where it's at, but it's somewhere between here and Jackson. I, that, that's what I know. Correct. Uh, I've seen stories like this before. There's one in basketball that I've used with, uh, with people before, a autistic young man in basketball a few years back. It was a manager for the basketball team. And last one of the last games of the season, the coach said, I want you to dress out tonight. You know, I may get, be able to get you in the game. And the kid, of course, is so excited. And he, the coach did get him in because they were playing somebody that they were going to handle pretty well. And he had about four minutes to go in the game. And the student body, of course, went crazy with that. And uh, the coach just said, pray, pray, dear God, please let him score. And first shot he made, missed everything. Next one, three-pointer, bottom. Three minutes later, seven three-pointers in a row. Unbelievable. I mean, he, he, could, he could not miss. He had been practicing. But this story is about uh, uh, a uh, Down syndrome young man. One of the assistant coach's sons. Okay. name is Eli Quinn. And uh, the coach from the, the opposing team, uh, Coach Frost at, uh, I'm trying to get to, Wayne County, was in on the deal. And on the opening kickoff, they put the young man in. His brother caught the, the kickoff, handed it to to his brother, the Downs young man went 80 yards, untouched, of course, for his touchdown. And, and you know, I, I just think it's not always about wins and losses. It, it's about doing something good for kids. And, and Dick, not only will that young man never forget that, I don't think anybody in the stands will ever forget that moment and, and can look back on it and say, this is, this is pretty neat. Well, kudos to both coaches. I, uh, putting that I asked a question of, of uh, someone down that area. I said, I'm just so glad. Riverside won 26 to nothing. I'm so glad that touchdown wasn't the difference in the game. He said, well, they had a plan in place. I'm guessing had the game gone into maybe the fourth quarter, it, pretty close, uh, Riverside was going to oblige the same favor and stand there on one play and let the touchdown go in to kind of even things up. But it didn't need to happen that way. You know, there's a, there was a film clip. Uh, from a college softball game several years ago that, that a lot of you who are listening probably saw where a player who hit a home run but was unable to get around the bases because she either fell down and hurt her leg and couldn't get up, and the opposing players picked her up. Wow. Carried her around. Uh, so she could touch home plate for her home run. I need. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. That's that's the thing I try to hang on to, is we have so many difficult things going on in the world. We can get into politics. We can get into you know, racial dissent. We can get into COVID. We can get into lots of things. This has been a tough year, but Dick, I've always contended we have way more good going on 
than we do the, 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 the bad. And, and I think we need to hang on to that uh, that thought process and, and keep it going. Yeah, there, there are things not to like about sports. But I think the things uh, to like about sports outweigh the bad. I think the good outweighs the bad. And I, I think that's one thing that kind of keeps us together. Oh, there's no question about that. Uh, and, and, of course, the NFL opened the season uh, this weekend and it's Thursday night all the way through, and the Titans played tonight, the last game of the deal. And it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, they lost to Dory Jackson for at least three weeks. Uh, their all-star cornerback will not play tonight nor the next couple of weeks. Uh, Injuries are part of NFL football, Dick. Not only injuries this year, but you've also got the COVID situation. You've got several players that have just opted out not to play. David Price in baseball right here in Murfreesboro right. opted out not to play this season, and that's happened with other teams in, uh, uh, in, in all sports. So it's been a really strange year, and uh, I think many have said in NFL for sure the team that stays the healthiest, including the COVID, it's likely to be the ones that are going to win at the end of the deal. Yeah, the, the betting line on me finishing the game tonight is about 100, <laughs> 100 to 1. You, you're talking about <laughs> awake. Yeah. 9.20, they're does going to it, Does it off. count? 9.20. Does it, no, it's 9.20 Eastern time. It's 8.20 No, here. it's our time, 9.20. Are you sure? Yeah. Wow. Is that right, Jake? Well, I'll, uh, Jake's right. got his Titan shirts on. He know. <laughs> does it count if you're in your chair asleep? And the game's still on. Does that count? I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push that little that little red button on my remote that says record, so so at least I might wake up later and view it or watch it in the morning. Middle Tennessee opens uh, Saturday against Troy at home. I should say uh, the trip to West Point was anything but pleasant, except for I'm sure the experience had to be something special for the kids and the players. But Middle did not look good at all. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find something to hang my hat on, and the one thing I can do is is know that Army is a very difficult team to play because they do things so differently. But they're going to have to show something on Saturday to get me back on the on the horse. Yeah, and it was hard to figure that game going in because uh, neither team had played, and that's just like any other first game of the season. Neither team has played, and you don't know what to expect. Uh, you know, I kind of thought. We would, we would play with Army because we had played so well against that offense at Georgia Tech a few years ago. And the, the Army coach is uh, a disciple. Jeff Monken was on the staff at Georgia Tech. And Paul Johnson was yeah. the coach there and was also with him at Navy. So he runs exactly the same stuff that, that Georgia Tech ran. But, of course, we had different players. Of course, different coaches. And, and Army had different players. Uh, but anyway, I, I was hopeful that uh, – that that experience might help us a little bit. Uh, it did not, and as I said on the post-game show the other day, no, no way to sugarcoat that uh, that game. We just we just played a bad game. Well, Dick, I, the guys I was watching the football game with, I made the comment, and it's this is how bad the offense was. The defense did never never forced a punt, gave up five touchdowns, four touchdowns I should say, because one five because one of the pick six was the other one. Actually, to me, they played better than the offense did. Well, yeah, and in, in defense, uh, the the offense turned the ball over four times, and three of those led directly sure. to uh, to touchdowns for Army. Now, I watched the uh, Army-Louisiana-Monroe game Saturday, and I just wanted to see what, uh, what Monroe was able to do against Army. Well, it was 37-7, to but I thought they played Army a little tougher than we did they were able to stop that outside sweep, which we could not sure. stop. One thing that Army did do, though, they they uh, took advantage of the inside game, and they punished them inside uh, with that fullback. And uh, so I thought we I thought we defensed that a little better than they did, but it, it was about the same. A thirty point game or a forty two point game. Yeah. Uh, many coaches will tell you the the biggest improvement in the year will come between first game and second game in this case middle has a bye week on right. top of that right to put some things in place and, and and one thing i think they'll look at dick is personnel and that first game or two you always you normally will let the veteran players have their shot before you put the young rooks in and the, of course these young men didn't have the benefit of spring practice or whatever 
uh, I think we'll see some new faces out there, some 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 freshmen or some red shirts that didn't play a lot the first time around because uh, they're going to be grasping for something else. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'd kind of like to see our, our freshman running back uh, get a few more touches this week. Plissant, young man from South Carolina, I believe. Uh, but he's uh, he's supposed to be an explosive runner. I think he just got one carry. Well, against the running game has game. been outside of Asher O'Hara, which is you never want to me. You never want your quarterback to be your leading rusher. That's no. not a that's not a good plan for sure. It's nice to have that if you got another rushing game to go with it. So uh, we've struggled since, frankly, since Octavius uh, Mathers. I think the last back we had that really you could count on and get get some yardage. The I train. He was uh, and, something and was, else, wasn't he? He was, and that, but that's been some time back. Middle running game has not been very good the last several years. Not last year. That's uh, that's for sure because, uh, as you mentioned, the quarterback was our leading rusher. Uh, you know, you, you'd like to have a guy back there that you could you could have in there on ninety percent of the plays and and it would get you twenty twenty five carries a game. Build up some, uh, build up some yardage and some third down conversions and that sort of thing. Well, you got to any back, anybody will tell you, you the people up front have got to move some people around to make that happen. I'll take a break. Chip Walters, I'm sure, will give us some details of Saturday night, Saturday afternoon's uh, football game with Troy. Right after this on All Sports Talk. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Still quite heavy, but it's moving out here on 24 eastbound, coming out of Davidson County into Rutherford County. Just stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Quite busy as you come off 24 onto 231, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium Family Edition Sleep with the Sharks. It's back September 19th. Check it out. Ripley Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, do I have a home now? $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Nick, it's time for the Gospel According to Chip Walters. 
Let's hear it. All right, let's go. Well, good afternoon, everybody. And a reminder that a very limited amount of single-game tickets for this Saturday's football game versus Troy will go on sale tomorrow. That is September 15th. It will be at 10 a.m. Tickets will be available at GoBlueRaiders.com by clicking on a link that is available on the uh, GoBlueRaiders.com website, or you can just simply go to GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets. Prices will be $24 for a sideline reserve seat uh, and $18 for an end zone reserve seat. All seats will be mobile delivery only. Following purchase, fans may log into their My Account page from their smartphone and add their ticket directly to their phone. Fans are highly encouraged to add tickets to their phone prior to arriving at the stadium. Seats are only available in groups of two seats and four seats and located away from the aisles with six feet of space between parties and only every other row. Odd number seat purchases will not be available. The uh, those Again, if you missed any of that, you can go to GoBlueRaiders.com and uh, read up on that. The uh, Safety measures for a return to football at Floyd Stadium were announced late last week, and we're going to hit this hard all week just because it's the way that it's going to be. Like it or not, uh, there will be procedures and protocols that are in place um, for everyone's safety, and uh, so we want to make sure that we hit this several times this week to make sure that you are familiar with it. And here's uh, arrival and gate entry. Prior to arriving on campus, all fans are urged to check their own temperature and do a self-health screening, while fans who have a temperature above 100.4 or those who are in the most vulnerable populations consider staying at home. Masks over the nose and mouth are required for all guests as they enter, exit, and move around Floyd Stadium, including while seated inside the stadium as well as in the parking lots. Fans will be able to enter traditional gates 1, 2, 3, 4, and West Central under the tower, as well as two additional gates that will be available at the south end of Floyd Stadium to alleviate congestion. Gates will open two hours prior to kickoff this year to allow for additional safety protocols upon entry. Premium patrons will be contacted prior to the day of the game to set gate entry times on game day. Social distancing markers will be at all gates uh, to allow for social distancing, and the clear bag policy that was uh, instituted last year will be in effect again this year. Now, parking. Game day parking for all lots surrounding Floyd Stadium is reserved for pass holders. This year, the Greenland lot will not be a public pay lot. Public parking free of charge will be located at the homes and livestock lots as available. All parking areas will be open three hours Prior to kickoff, RV pass holders will be allowed to park in their assigned space, but must remain in that space to accommodate social distancing. Director of Athletics Chris Massaro penned an open letter to fans that is available on the GoBlueRaiders.com website. Uh, He thanked uh, everyone who has helped to get uh, Blue Raider football to this point, the players, the coaches, and staff members all across campus. Encourage fans to read up and be familiar with the return to Floyd Stadium plan and uh, also invites people to continue to support that the hours have been long and tiring, but it is time now to support the the football players and the coaches. They have worked, the staff has worked diligently to provide a safe and enjoyable fan experience and invite everybody out this weekend. But keep your distance, wear your mask, wash your hands, and have a great time at Floyd Stadium this weekend. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Dick, after all that, the good news is the weather's supposed to be great on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> 3 o'clock. I, I like 3 o'clock kick, kick, kickoff time. They haven't asked me that question for sure, but I do like that part. Yeah, of it. I, I like it. Uh, we'll, our pregame show is going to start at 1.30 and, uh, and then 3 o'clock tip, uh, tip off, kickoff. If you missed any of what Chip was talking about, you can go online to GoBlueRaiders.com and, and look it up. You know, it'll, it'll all be there in black and white. All right, let's uh, take another break. When we come back, let's uh, get into some uh, stat. Dick got some stuff in front of him about the football game Saturday. We also want to talk more Major League Baseball on All Sports Talk.
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Dick Palmer with me today. Middle Tennessee opens Saturday against Troy. Unusual situation. Uh, games have, we lost, what, five games and get picked up three, I think, is the way it worked. I think it left us with 10. Ten is the magic number that I know. And two of those games are with Troy. In baseball, basketball, that's not unusual. In football, it's almost unheard of that you play the same team twice in the same year. Yeah, and I, I give both of those uh, athletic directors a lot of credit. I for, do, too. I think it's a great idea. getting that done because both teams were in need of games and uh, home and home, you know. It takes that uh, who pays who, who gets the home game out of play, right? That's right. Uh, you you host us, we'll host you, we'll give you 100 tickets, you give us 100 tickets, and, and let's play football. Let's play. And it's two teams that, that should match up for a couple of good football games. Should. Let's play for the Palladium. What is that thing anyway? It's I, here. It's in uh, – I, I, I know, but what is it? It's a – I know it's a trophy. It's a trophy. It's a – yeah. It it's, goes back to – Ancient Greek mythology. Okay. I've, I've never, we won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, I've never studied that much. I do know there's a palladium, but that's about all I know. Uh, Dick, you got rosters for basketball in front of you. We won't spend much time, but since you brought the rosters, I'll let you talk a little bit about basketball. My question to you, of course, nobody knows the answer. What's going to happen with basketball when it rolls around in November? Uh, we won't know that probably until two weeks before November gets here. From what I understand, the NCAA is to make a – uh, ruling this week on when the season can start. Okay. Now, they had previously said uh, that they recommended that no games be played before November, uh, what, 14th, 15th, something like yeah, that. They, they're trying to push it forward a little bit where teams uh, can play the week of the 23rd, which would – help Middle Tennessee because we've got a game scheduled with Kentucky on the 22nd and I think it would start with that with that week uh, after the 21st so that but that's still to be determined if they if they use that as the start date then we would lose three games we would lose uh, the home opener against East Carolina would lose a road game at uh, you're talking about Lady Raiders right now. Yes, I'm talking about the Lady Raiders because I don't have the men scheduled in front of me. But we'd lose a, a road game uh, to Virginia, Virginia Commonwealth, I think, or a BCU. And then we would lose a home home game against Tennessee Tech. I think those are the three games that, that would be in that period where they would not allow games to be played. Plus the two exhibition games, I think, have already been scratched. So, Is part of that – to allow football to kind of get maybe an extra week or two to play without crossing over more than they normally do? It may be. It, it may be to help allow uh, a little bit more time for to see if this, uh, if this virus recedes any. And, uh, of course, the hope is that, that it will not spiral back up during the wintertime when it, when it all got started last year. And also the hope is that uh, maybe a, a – uh, a vaccine would would be available early in November. That's that's kind of been promised, I believe. Well, I think it's been thought through. I don't think promise would be a fair word to say at, at all because uh, when you get into those kinds of situations, promising something like that would be 
probably not a good idea as far as promise is concerned, uh, but um, hopefully it can be early. And, of course, well, I don't want to get into all that stuff. Let's 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 stay on the sports line. Well, but uh, back to basketball. I've not seen the men work out yet. Uh, Coach McDivitt is, uh, I think, uh, enthusiastic about the group he's got, and it looks for much better things from uh, his first two years here. I did. Uh, I have been out and seen the uh, the ladies work out a couple of times. Uh, they're working out in groups. They have the the, the guards, wing players work out in a group, and they have post players work out in a group. And I think everybody's everybody's here and practicing except the young lady from Spain. Last report, I heard she had not arrived yet now, but she had enrolled in school and was taking classes uh, online. Mm-hmm. So she, she is uh, going to be eligible to play. We just need to get her here. High school football, real quick. Oakland, uh, uh, and then Laverne, Sturge Creek, and Smyrna are, are just in a very unusual situation. They play in the region with Metro schools. Metro schools will not be playing any football until at least October 1st, I think it is, something like that. Two more, two more weeks for sure. And so those schools are going to have incomplete schedules in, in Nashville. Laverne, I think, is, is the one that's picked up the uh, – the win over Cane Ridge, for example, the COVID win. So, no one knows. I can't say for sure what that's going to be like as far as the playoffs are concerned. Sturge Creek uh, scheduled a game with Oakland last week. Now, yeah. that might not have been a perfect situation for them to take on the number one team in the state, but at least they got a game in. And it, and it really is. It looks like a competitive game. I didn't see this the game. I saw the score, and, and, and certainly – and I think they that. aren't they going to match up with Laverne this weekend? Is that uh, that going to be? Third Creek Laverne is the WGNS game of the week on yeah, Friday night. That's right. That's right. But that is a region game. But uh, Smyrna, Laverne, and and uh, Sturge Creek will be the only teams in that region that will have played the, the full conference slate. So chances are pretty good. All three of those teams are going to get into the playoffs. Yeah, what happens? Maybe that, that we the, don't know. Well, the first team in a while, uh, the uh, Oakland Riverdale matchup, the the old rivalry there is going to. Uh, have well, a Riverdale appears. R- Riverdale appears to be the team that uh, that, that, that poses the biggest threat. I'm, I'm still not convinced Blackman is not uh, going to rise up and whatever. I think the Blackman Riverdale game will be an interesting one to see. You mentioned your old buddy Floyd Walker picked up his first win out at Eagle. With his, Congratulations his to Coach Walker and his staff. And his staff, Coach Five Ash, I think is still out there with him. Uh, yeah, I think they've got two or three of the, the old Boots Donovan Well, I, no, I, believe, I believe Tom's the only one only one still standing, but uh, they're doing a good job out there. All right. Uh, Dick, uh, as far as Major League Baseball is concerned, what's your take? I gave you mine a little bit earlier on. Your take of this 60-game season that they played. Well, it's, it's dwindling down to the precious few. Uh, just a couple of more weeks remaining. Uh, the of course, I follow the Braves pretty closely. I know you follow the Reds. Uh, they are not out of contention yet, but uh, they're not—they're not in the top uh, eight uh, of the team that's going to make the playoffs in the National League yet. So they've got some work to do. The Braves continue to to win despite not having starting pitching, and uh, it's it's just amazing just amazing how they've been able to put together uh, wins with all five of their projected starters from the beginning of the season gone and uh, their their best pitcher uh, Max Freed went on the injury list he'll be back this week I think plus they're going to get Cole Hamels back who's not pitched at all this season he's going to throw uh, Wednesday night at Baltimore so uh, I think I think uh, Snitker and, and his staff there have just done an amazing job. What plus, I know they've about, got, plus they've got guys that hit the ball out well, of the ballpark. Well, I was, was going to mention uh, a stiff in Cincinnati, Adam Duvall, out of the University of Louisville, uh, came up with the Reds to start with, uh, struck out practically every time he went to the plate. Now all he does is hit home runs for the Braves, right? <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, he's, he's, had two, th- he's had two, three home run games this season. That, yes. that I do know. Yeah, he hit over thirty home runs for the Reds uh, one year, and and uh, he struck out every other time. I think. Yeah. But <laughs> he didn't. He didn't have a, a good first season with the Braves, and they sent him to AAA, and all he did in AAA was knuckle down and hit about thirty something home runs, and down there, and they brought him up toward the end of the season, and he hadn't quit hitting since. Now. The playoffs for the Major League Baseball is going to do it this way. I think the wild card games early on are going to be in the home park of the team that, with the best record. And then from there, they move to Arizona, and, and they're going to play all the rest of the season there in the minor league parks in Arizona, so they're not traveling so much. Yes, I was not even uh, familiar that the wild card games uh, were going to be I in I think a, that's right. Okay. But uh, most of the games are going to be on neutral fields, Yes, which mean you'll, I guess it means you'll have the old toss of the coin before we uh, start the game like we used to do in Little League, you know. I'm going to guess, I, I'm, I'm going to guess what will happen is the team with the best record will get the extra game. Get they'll, to be they'll home team with, twice. Be home team twice if it's a three-game series, three times if it's a five-game series. That's, that makes sense. That's what I, I would gather. I don't know that. I'm just talking off the top of my head. Common sense doesn't always work. I looked this morning, and if the playoffs started today with – the standings as of yesterday, the Braves would open with the Phillies, who are the number seven team, and the Braves right now are the number two team. So, now the Dodgers, Dodgers have the best record, but their lead in their division has been trimmed to two and a half games over the Padres, who are hot. Very young team, the Padres. Uh, my understanding is that they have one of the youngest rosters, in, which speaks well for them for the future. You think? Yeah. Uh, the big battles in the American League, where you got three teams in the Central within one game of each other, and the Yankees and uh, the uh, Rays and the Blue Jays are all battling for for spots in the in the East. Uh, in the West, Oakland's pretty well got that sold up. Major League Baseball tonight on WGNS Radio begins at six. 20. I think first pitch is 635. The Braves and the Orioles. Orioles. All right, let's take the last break and we'll come right back. An exclusive look at Rutherford County weather from our own meteorologist. WGNS Weather Eye Forecast is on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. You. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. It's still quite heavy, but it's moving out here on 24 eastbound, coming out of Davidson County into Rutherford County. Just stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Quite busy as you come off 24 onto 231, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium Family Edition Sleep with the Sharks. It's back September 19th. Check it out. Ripley Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank right here in Murfreesboro sponsors this segment of the broadcast. Glad to have them on board as always. Uh, great folks here at First Bank. Appreciate their support of all sports talk and lots of things in Rutherford County. That's for sure. correct. They're, they're, uh, didn't they start and have their main office in West Tennessee someplace? Then? Lexington. Yeah, where, is that right? Yeah. That's where their home office is. And they've just, they've just combined with uh, Franklin Synergy Bank. And I think most of the... Uh, uh, customers of First Bank got a, got an email to that effect a week or ten days ago, but uh, uh, they're now going to be uh, one. <laughs> that that happens a lot in the bank. Well, it does in all businesses. We I guess we see that the, 
uh, a merger. Mergers, <laughs> for sure. You see it for sure in the car business. I mean, it seems to me like now, uh, Beeman is the name that you've heard in Nashville forever. Beeman Pontiac. Yeah. One auto, and then another one, and another one. And I noticed on my mother-in-law's car when I was over there last weekend in Dixon, she got that car from Dixon, excuse me, Beeman something, something in Dixon. I don't have any idea what the car was or whatever, but uh, that, that happens quite a lot for sure. Let's go back to the Titans game just a minute. All right, go back to the Titans game just a little bit. It starts tonight at uh, nine thirty. Nine twenty. <laughs> now, for the warm-up, you get to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New York Giants from New York and see uh, the return of, of Roethlisberger. And uh, so if you go to sleep during that game, set your alarm clock for 9.20 and wake up in time to see the <laughs> Titans game. I wonder how many carries Derrick Henry is going to get tonight. We, what's the over and under on that? It'll be a bunch. I, I just heard that uh, the young man from, uh, is it App State, I think, the, was hoping to be the third down back for them this year, is out for tonight. He, he won't be out. playing. So Derrick's going to get it probably a few more times than he might have otherwise. Uh, I think it was game five last year. In Denver, where the Titans got shut out, 16 to nothing, it was it was Henry's lowest rushing total of the season, and that was the game when the uh, when the head coach replaced Marcus Mariota as quarterback and sent Tannehill in in the second half. He didn't pull that one out, but uh, he did well, very well, the rest of the rest of the season. And it all started uh, in the Denver game. How much confidence do you have that Mariota is not Mariota? Uh, Tannehill is the Tannehill of last year, as opposed to the Tannehill of the first six, seven years he's in NFL. Well, you know, he was starting quarterback for for Miami for what six or seven years. So, uh, yeah, he didn't have a did, great didn't didn't, didn't, didn't he, have a great he, cast of characters around well, him. We'll see. I mean, I, I I'm I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm I still need to be convinced of. You know, 10 games is not a career make. I think we've seen that happen before with other players. So, we'll see. He gets a tough test, even though uh, the Broncos lost maybe the best defensive player in the league to injury. Uh, they're still going to be pretty daggone good. Right. They'll and, get a uh, test tonight. It will. I just hate that Dory Jackson is going to be going to be out, but uh, uh, I think they've got some capable people back there. Well, you just mentioned uh, Von Miller. With the Broncos being out, I'm sure they hate that Von Miller's going to be out too. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> to be sure. Uh, is Derrick Henry the most irreplaceable, or Tannehill in that in the Titans team? I would hate to see us play without either one, but I think uh, probably Derrick Henry. And it, in the NFL, we know that the odds that all 16 games will be played with both cats is probably fairly slim. Well. I, I, you know, I would say maybe 50-50 or so. Sure. Well, I, I, and I say that about every team in the league. I mean, it's, it's not not unusual at all that that would happen. But, uh, I know all eyes will be on Denver tonight as far as the national area is concerned. You're reading something that's important, I guess. Jake has just given me the, the straight dope from Vegas. <laughs> the over and under for Derrick Henry, number of carries, 23 and a half. Asking you shall receive. Num- number of yards, 96 and a half. Uh, total yards rushing and receiving 117 and a well, half. I'll tell you so. this. Here's the here's the bet I will make. <laughs> if he carries it 23 times, he's going to have more than 96 yards. Would you take that bet? I would. I would take that bet. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he may carry it that many times, but I, the, when he said 23 times, that the case, uh, I think that 96 is probably a little bit low. But uh, time will time will tell. I know. Last year you mentioned lowest rushing total of the year. His average in that game was 1.9 yards. Yeah, that's not many, you know. Uh, so um, as I as I listened on my drive back from Southern Indiana yesterday, visiting my mother, I listened to uh, the uh, Colts and Jaguars game. Okay. Because Indianapolis Colts was on the Louisville radio station, and I I was able to listen about the first half before I finally ran out of yeah, space. Yeah, and congratulations to uh, Doug Marone of the Jaguars. Sure. Coach Boots Donnelly's son-in-law yes. picked up uh, a win and a game a lot of people I, did not expect them to win. We talked about the walk-on pitcher pitching the no-hitter. Right. Jaguars yesterday had a walk, not a walk-on, but an undrafted running back set an NFL record for most yards in an opening game by an NFL undrafted running back. 
Yeah, they got rid of uh, the kid from LSU, uh, Fortunate. Fournette. Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. He went to went somewhere Tampa else. Bay. He went to Tampa Bay, I believe. Yeah. But uh, so you never know where these undrafted people, uh, the best safety in pro football, one of the best safeties for sure, was a third-round draft choice right here in Middle Tennessee. And uh, so you, you, just, you just never know. And I think that he also was just a, what, a, a two-star prospect coming out of college. Yeah, That's Kevin Kevin Byard will be uh, roaming the safeties uh, positions for the Titans tonight. No, no fans in the stands in Denver? No, they had fans. The only game to have fans yesterday was that Jacksonville game you mentioned. They put uh, – what did they – what – figure do I remember? 16,000. They put 16,000 tickets right. on sale and only had 12,000 show, 12, show up. So they didn't have a sellout. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of mentioned it. It'll be interesting to see what Middle Tennessee does Saturday. You know, when you get into all the restrictions and, and people, some people still very timid about getting out to start with and, and this and this and this and this and this. I don't expect it's going to be large crowds any place, even when they can have crowds. I, I know at our church, it's been open now for about two months, but our crowds are very small because it's just a different experience for sure. And many people are tempted to go out. Restaurants can now be open to what 75% capacity, something like that. And there's some that are doing that kind of business, but many of them are not anywhere close to get, getting that done because people's habits have changed, Dick, for the good or the bad. They they've changed to some degree. There will be there will be people come out Saturday just to see what it's like. And maybe people that wouldn't come out to the game otherwise, just to see what it's like. And uh, you know, I'm I'm interested myself to see. It'll be it'll be interesting. And the one thing you do wonder, Troy has a fairly d- decent following. You just have to wonder how many people from Troy will make a trip. I don't know. They usually bring a, a pretty good crowd. Uh, and I don't think they've played a game yet. I think this is their first game. I may be wrong on that, but I have not seen. I, I think that I think that's great. Not well, seen a score on them yet. All right, you'll have the pregame and postgame show right here on WGNS Radio correct. on Saturday. Go through those times one more time, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, one thirty for the pregame show, and then three o'clock for the for the kickoff. And Rick Stocks Live is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock, right here. Here, right here on WGNS Radio. All right, let's take a break. Take a break. We're gonna take a big break. I'm going <laughs> big to, break. I'm going to the house. How about you? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Monty, back tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.